Do you smell what the rock is cooking? Smell what the pebble is cooking? Oh my goodness. He's drunk, guys. What? <laughs> I've had two drinks, so that means, yeah, I'm wasted off my ass. But either way, mm-hmm. this is episode nine of Tree Hill Wrestling Federation podcast. It is. I am Sean Harris. And I am Aaron Kosker. And we are the here. The not drunk one. Oh, get out of here. You were high for our first episode. Not recording it. Yeah, you. Uh, no. You were high when I you were watching. I was high watching. watching the wrestling yeah because you yeah. have to be high to watch yeah, you kind of have to be high to watch wrestling either way tree hill wrestling federation podcast we are here for episode nine with homes i hope home uh oh with arms God. outstretched with arm bars outstretched because what do we do here at tree hill wrestling federation podcast we combine that's not the word i am taking a stand you can take any stand you want word <laughs> you can take a stand whatever you want but we amalgamate things here oh, boy. we amalgamate one tree hill and professional wrestling brother that's mm-hmm. what we do at tree hill wrestling federation podcast so make sure you follow us on tiktok and instagram tree hill wf dot podcast and on all the streaming services including deezer I'm going to kill you. Spotify, <laughs> Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Amazon. If you see a pillow over your head in the middle of the night, mm-hmm. like just open your eyes and look up mm-hmm. and it's a pillow, it's me. Yeah, but then you won't have a podcast partner anymore. It's okay. I'll figure it out. Yeah. So before we get into this episode, <laughs> because it's episode nine with arm bars outstretched, for One Tree Hill, and mm-hmm. then the next episode of Monday Night Raw. We have a little business to attend to. What do you mean? Well, just the other day was your birthday. Oh, my God. Yesterday. <laughs> yesterday was your birthday, mm-hmm. as we are recording this ahead of time. But yes. March 22nd, your birthday. Mm-hmm. And I got a certain little someone to mm-hmm. wish <laughs> you the happiest of happy birthdays. Who would Who would that be? Mr. Dan Scott. Holy shit, dude. We actually got fucking Paul Johansson, Dan Scott, him fucking self to wish you a happy birthday. And he also shouted out the Tree Hill Wrestling Federation podcast. Not only did he shout us out, he called us out for him not being the main event of the fucking podcast. (laughs) That was awesome. Okay, so oh, Sean's shit. really jealous because not only did Paul Johansson say happy birthday to me mm-hmm. and do a whole video, mm-hmm. it was really fun. Mm-hmm. You know, you can buy that shit on Cameo, but it's still awesome. Yeah, great service. I also got a happy birthday on my Facebook from, from Velvet McIntyre, <sighs> ex WWF women's wrestler, women's champion. Mm-hmm. She was on the WrestleMania 2 card. Fucking Velvet McIntyre. Velvet McIntyre. Wished you a happy wished birthday. Wished me happy birthday. I'm so fucking So jealous. I have an ex pro wrestler 
wishing me happy birthday. And the fucking and one of the stars of One Tree Hill. Dan fucking Scott himself. Unfucking believable. Super cool. Holy shit. So make sure you hit us up on the Instagram <laughs> and TikTok at TreeHillWF. You can literally podcast. go and you can watch see the, video. the video. You can see the fucking it's in video. Our reels. It's Dan awesome. Scott. You can't kill Dan Scott, but you eat my, what was it? Uh, you eat my heart if you're a dog. Something like that. Don't yeah. give away spoilers. I'm not giving away spoilers. I don't even know what the fuck that means. Oh, I know what it means. <laughs> you know I what already it means. watched it. You know recently. what it means, but I don't know what the fuck it means. <laughs> Either way, I will eventually find out. In, eventually. In, over the next 180 seasons. Uh, the next nine fucking seasons. Season six. Season Thanks six. Thanks for the tip off. Because Google's a thing. Don't you fucking nah, do I'm it. I'm not going to look at spoilers. You. Just as you're not looking at spoilers either. You better fucking not be. No, I'm not. Why would I look it. up anything wrestling? Well, you're going to have to eventually. Oh, God. Why? You're going to have to eventually. <laughs> so, yeah. Super exciting. Your birthday. Mm-hmm. Getting the shout outs from WrestleMania fucking superstars and actors from One Tree Hill. You must feel pretty special about yourself. Eh? It's Pretty fucking cool. I mean, special it's, about yourself. You must wow. feel real special about your fucking self. He is drunk, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> Either way. The English major, whatever, in school. AP English. AP English. Journalism. Can't speak. Creative writing. Can't speak English. <laughs> speak it better than you. Even at the worst of times. Episode 9, with arms outstretched, we are here, One Tree Hill. Mm-hmm. What do we got going on in this episode? Oh, man. So now, okay, we're at the school. Peyton and Lucas are just going to be friends. <laughs> uh, yeah. After everything friends. that happened, they had their conversation after Peyton woke up from her, you know, being drugged. Mm-hmm. Last episode, and you know, she's grateful that he did what he did, but you know, still. See, like, Lucas has totally proved himself that he is boyfriend material. Oh, 100%. But Lucas now Peyton's totally realizing this, material. and she's realizing it a tad too late. Yeah. Did I not call that in the last episode that Lucas is gonna start feeling a little feels for Brooke going forward mm. just because they had that connection? Well, yeah, he you can see it coming. He understands who she is now, and she's very different from who she mm-hmm. portrays herself as, and he sees another side of her that not a lot of people see. Yeah, so in the meantime that Peyton and Lucas are talking about their friendship, mm-hmm. Nathan and Haley are making out Yeah. in the hallway. Yeah, Or dude. snuck into a classroom. Yeah, they empty were in classroom. Like empty classroom. And At least it was empty and no one was sitting there like watching. Could you imagine like, if like fucking some, like that fucking teacher from the first couple episodes, you just like chill in there, just like watching Nathan and Haley just making out, yeah. talking about fucking history and like old fucking, you know, the, economics. That would be pretty <laughs> funny. Um, <laughs> but then in the meantime, Lucas has walked away from Peyton and runs into Brooke and he's got a gift for her mm, what does he have for her he has a book that he wants her to read so basically if she reads this will be the first time she's ever read a book in her entire life okay i doubt that i think brooke has probably read something in her life but you know i mean lord that's of the not flies really... lord of the flies is required reading for most grade school students yeah whatever mm-hmm. but you know, Lucas is pretty bookish. Like, he loves books, bookish. literature. That's his thing. He's bookish? Yeah. Is he anything like 
Booker T or King Booker. I don't even know who the fuck you're talking about. <laughs> um, <laughs> we'll do a WCW arc and you'll know exactly who Booker T is. Oh, Lordy. Uh, yeah. So he gives her this book and she's like, oh, if I'm going to have to read this, you need to do something for me because there's no way I'm reading a fucking book. Well, like I said, she's never read a book in her life. Just for fun. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. Lucas sees reading as fun. Yeah. She does not see reading as leisure. No. Not no, at all. No. Not She's at gotta all. hook up with boys. Okay. So the common thread of this entire series, as Paul Johansson said to himself, that he does not agree that he is the greatest heel in television history. <laughs> okay. He <laughs> that literally was so said that. Fun. He literally and he told us that he loved us as well. He too. did. He said he loves he us. He said he loved us. What a fucking peach. But he does not play a peach on this show. No. I stand by my He's, greatest heel thing. in television history, besides Vince McMahon, of course. That's the thing. He is such like you see this video and you see like other videos that he's in. What I've a seen, great dude. I've seen clips of him yeah. at like events or whatever sure. and like Tree Hill events and he's just such a nice dude. And then you see that video and you're like, holy shit. And then you watch the he show and you're like, and how is this the so same easily. dude? And that's the thing. That is just a testament to how good of an actor he is that he can just turn it on when he mm-hmm. needs to. And turn it off when he needs to. Yeah. He's the sweetest guy. He's Paul Johansson. He's awesome. He's he tells so awesome. us he loves us. <laughs> and yet he is the biggest stinking fucking ultra heel in the history of television. Oh, yeah. What a fucking man. I love this guy. And he is forever my favorite character in the show, no matter what this guy does. Mm. I don't know what this guy does fucking going forward. But either way, he is my fucking character of this show he's my guy your dude he's my fucking guy do you stand Even dan though, you know, i don't know if i can stand dan because yeah, <laughs> he's quite a piece of shit in this show but like he said himself he was just getting nathan ready for the real world that's all he was doing i mean i think he went a little bit overboard but he you know went a little overboard now we have deb and she's at Karen's Cafe. Yeah, now, she's running the cafe. Now while it is Deb's Karen Cafe. Karen is away. Yeah, for six weeks. In and Italy. she's using the old school coffee maker. Well, I mean, I've used a coffee maker like that before, like when I was working but it in is hotels. But it is 2003, so, you know, fair play. That is an old school coffee maker. But Dan walks in <laughs> saying he wants a coffee, gets it, and says it's one of the most horrible coffees he he's ever like, had. literally, chokes it down and spits <laughs> it out. He's like, no. And literally says she's ruining the business. Yeah. <laughs> like, Karen's going to go out of business after Deb's done with this shit. Poor Deb. She's just like, can you not? Like, can you leave me the fuck alone? I'm trying to help a friend. Like, just stop being Dan, okay? I think we're literally almost getting to ground zero here. I'm not sure how long this is going to take, but... Deb's getting pretty sick and tired of Dan's shit. Oh, she is. She's like, she's getting there, man. Mm-hmm. I don't know how much longer this shit's going to last. Yeah, it's you'll pretty, have to wait and pretty, see. It's pretty unreal. Uh, it's yeah. pretty, uh, I know, because I've seen the show a billion times. Fair enough. But yeah. you don't, true, so true. I can't like give anything away. And it's... Don't want spoilers, brother. Nathan... <sighs> Uh, he's having a conversation with old Danny boy, Dad Scott. They're having like 
lunch, like sandwiches yeah, or something. Well, I don't know. They're uh, yeah, eating yeah, dinner or whatever. Your typical shitty dad sandwich that when dad's <laughs> not around because she can't make dinner, so he's got to make something for them. Well, I they think Dan just got them takeout. Yeah. They looked like no, I think it was takeout like takeout containers. I don't know, maybe whatever it was. Either way. <laughs> It's kind of funny because now we're now the story of this is that Cove City Cavaliers, not the Cleveland Cavaliers, like LeBron James's Cleveland Cavaliers, but wow, that Cleveland Cavaliers, <laughs> but the Cove City Cavaliers mm-hmm. and Dan, say that five times fast. Cove City Cavaliers, Cove City Cavaliers, Cove City Cavaliers, Cove City Cavaliers, <laughs> Cove City Cavaliers. Fucking rights, bro. Oh my god. Cove City Cavaliers. Dan has the all time record for most points scored against that team with forty two. And of course he's rubbing it in because it's Dan. It's fucking Dan. Of course he does. <laughs> but they talk a little bit about Deb and how she never sees Nathan and there's not really much of a relationship there, especially outside of basketball. And when Deb walks in, it's kinda of funny. Nathan just straight faces and just looks right at Deb and says, Guess what, Mom? I'm happy. Dad loves me. It's about the most put on, rehearsed, scripted fucking line well, he could I mean, possibly give Dad. You have your dad challenging you, like saying that you won't beat his scoring title yeah. against this team mm-hmm. that they're playing next. Yep. And he's like, fuck, like he's just feeling that heat. And it's a lot of pressure. Totally understandable. It's a lot of pressure. So yeah, Nathan goes up to his room after storming off and he gets really like he's really wanting to beat his dad. So what does he do? He calls Tim, his buddy Tim. Dim Tim. Dim Tim. Apparently Tim has a brother that deals drugs. And not just any drugs. We're talking about the fucking gas, brother. We're talking about the roids, mm-hmm. which we talk about the amalgamation and the comparisons between One Tree Hill and wrestling. Oh, fuck. There was literally a fucking trial for Vince McMahon's fucking life over steroids in the early 90s. Really? Because he was accused of dealing steroids to all his wrestlers in the 1980s. Including, I mean, I could see it. Including Hulk Hogan, I Ultimate Warrior, it. Macho Man, Randy Savage, all those guys. You've shown some of those promos before. You've just like played them for fun. Oh, my God. You could tell they are fucking Oh, they're out fucking coked mind. out of their mind. But yeah, the roid rage was real back in the day. Mm-hmm. But now Nathan wants to get on this. He wants to get on the gas, brother. Let me tell you something about fucking steroids, dude. They make your fucking dick small. That's what they do, brother. So I don't know if it's going to make Nathan's dick small, but in a previous episode, Lucas likes to say that uh, it's not exactly well endowed (laughs) (laughs) on the basketball court, if you know what I mean. But it feels like if he's taking roids, there's got to be some roid rage involved here oh it's totally. a lot of aggression they have a practice before this game there's a lot of testosterone and anyways nathan takes some of these performance enhancers CEDs. um before this practice mm-hmm. and he wants to play his best he becomes like begins fouling everyone and whitey's like stepping in and like dude you are not like yeah what's going up. on with you and now he's telling off whitey 
Yeah, he's telling off he's his coach. Going right the he's fuck being off such a dick. Him. Yeah, holy like, shit. And so, yeah, so he's hitting the roid rage real hard. He's fucking Hogan 1987 in a backstage promo with fucking Mean Gene Okerlund. He's got the fucking heart palpitations. I'm thinking he had like 10 five-hour energy drinks for well, 50 continuous hours of energy. Like, this guy's off his fucking rocker. Well, and then Whitey is telling Dan, like, hey, like, something's up with Nathan. Mm. And then Dan is going and laying the blame on Whitey. Yeah, yeah, of course. Oh, fuck is dick. Escape, I'm sorry, though. Paul Johansson. Your character <laughs> is a dick. Um, especially in this, you don't pick on Whitey. Whitey's a gem. Wait, yeah, Whitey's okay. Uh, excuse me. You stand Deb. I stand Whitey. You stand Whitey all you want. I stand Deb. <laughs> Whitey's I, an adorable uh, old man. And I keep trying to perfect my Whitey voice, but I just can't, you can't get do it, it. Right. You It's can't. too hard. It's like a certain cadence that he has that I just cannot perfect. So I'm not even going to try it on the podcast and embarrass myself. Now, Brooke goes to Brooke. Now she's going to read Brooke the, goes to Brooke? Brooke goes to Brooke. She's <laughs> wow. going to read a book. Brooke is going to read a book for the first time in her fucking life. And the only oh reason why she does this is so God. she can shark Lucas and pool and get a taste <laughs> of that fucking well, D. She has fake IDs for them, so well, she, she gets does. some beer. How much fucking underage <laughs> drinking happens in this show? I don't know, a like, lot. We're talking car accidents and fake IDs and underage drinking. What is more, the I car mean, accident I know or people, the underage drinking? I know people who had fake IDs in high school. So do I. Underage drinking happens. I did underage drinking. But you think, of course I did too. When I was in high school. Of course so I did. I whatever. had my best friend's sister's fucking boot for me. But that's besides <laughs> the point. That's besides the point. Uh-huh. But... So much underage drinking going on here. Tree Hill has literally fucking 17 people population. So you think wow, everyone would know. You think people. everyone would know everyone and, you know, they would think, hey, I've known this person since they were younger. I know they're only 16, but whatever. I'm going to give them a fucking T6 of vodka. What the fuck does it matter? Yeah. So Brooke's teasing Lucas because he's such a serious dude. He's he's. He's broody. He's broody. He's broody. So, <gasps> wow. Dun, dun, dun. He's he's part of the brood. Anyone who saw that meme, dude, what a fucking meme, about. dude! Pick right the fuck up, man. Uh-huh. What a great meme. Um, <laughs> when I talk about the brood, it's Edge, Christian, and Gang Grail. When you talk about the brood, it's Peyton and Lucas. Mm. And in this situation, it's just Lucas because you know Peyton's not there. Mm. Um. But Peyton's trying to call Lucas while, while he's out, out with drinking Brooke. and playing pool. Yeah, mm. while he's out with Brooke. Yeah, but he's not answering. No, he's, yeah, he's ignoring well, it. I mean, I guess the call, it said it came up as like an unknown number out of area number. Sure. So he just didn't answer. Yeah. Um, I'm sure that if he saw that it was Peyton, his uh, heart would have done a little flutter. I don't know. I mean, maybe, but I don't know. It seems it's, that it's Peyton. He's had a crush on her forever. Okay, I do have one question for you because now that this show has started, where these kids are in high school basketball mm-hmm. team, whatever, what has happened the prior ten plus years when these kids were still in school together, ninth, eighth, seventh grade, no, all I the am- way back to kindergarten? 
what does that look like like obviously the story's the same with dan and nathan and lucas how does this not rear its head in like second grade i mean i can't say anything without giving away spoilers I mean, you you don't get the full picture, obviously, but you get bits and pieces of what's happened. I mean, we know that Peyton's mom died like seven years prior to what we're watching. So that's what we know now. Okay. Otherwise, I'm not giving away anything. (laughs) Um, We also get Nathan and Haley at Haley's house. No, not yet. What do we have then? Uh, Brooke is showing I'll Lucas his out. tattoo. Oh, yeah. It- <laughs> so Brooke is, you know, asking Lucas if he's having fun. And he pulls him aside and she shows. Aside? Yes, she pulls him aside and they're making out. They're drunk. And she shows him a tattoo that's like right where her thong is. Like Whoa. the little like banned what what does she say that that tattoo means i think she said it means fun honestly i'm pretty sure anybody 99 percent of people who aren't asian who get any kind of asian picture symbols tattooed on their body half the time it means fucking cheeseburger (laughs) they don't fucking know anyways so (laughs) he's like (laughs) Oh, is or he asked something about, oh, this is the thing that you wanted to do, like the drinking and playing pool. And yeah. she's like, no, this is drinks no, before this is the, the thing. Yeah. Huh. What's the thing? Mm. Then she's showing him this tattoo. What does this mean? Yeah. Okay. Now we can go to Nathan and Haley. <laughs> sure. Nathan and Haley are in Haley's room. Mm. She's, they're trying to study. But Nathan's being a fucking dick. He's still like high out of his fucking mind. And not only that, he's just fucking horny, right? But, you know, small dick syndrome when it comes to roids. So he probably can't even get it up for this thing, right? It's a thing, brother. Well, he's trying to make out with her and she's like pushing him off and like, no, this isn't what we're doing. You need to fucking leave. Yep. Fair enough. Good girl. Yeah, good, good on you. And we know because the way she's acting here, it does get explained later that... Haley hasn't exactly lost her V card yet. Mm-hmm. Mm. Well, and she tells it to Peyton. Later on, she does tell it to Peyton. But at this point, before we find we that out, you can kind of tell from her reaction to everything that she's never well, been down this road before. I mean, it could be something that she just wants to take it slow, too. You don't know. You never know. But I, I feel just by kind of the aura of the situation, the chakras. All the fucking I mean, goings Haley's on. a good girl. She's a tutor. She's, you know. Only takes one guy to make pretty a good straight girl edge. gone bad. It only takes one guy. Wow. It's all okay. it takes. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Nathan wants to do it. She's like, nah, you need to go. Um, <laughs> Keith is obviously staying at Karen and Lucas's house because he's hanging out with Lucas while Karen's away. And Lucas comes home drunk. With a cheeseburger tattoo. Oh, my God. (laughs) He's Sean's so drunk that he's getting so fucking ahead of himself. Um, (laughs) He sends him to his room 
and is going to discuss it the next day because Lucas is so drunk. He's like stumbling on his words. He's just out of it. Um, Nathan gets home and he's being pressured by Dan about the game. Again. Of course. Uh, The next day, Lucas is in his room and checking out this tattoo he's got. Mm -hmm. And Keith walks in and sees it. He's and he's fucking like, disappointed what the shit. Fuck. Yeah. What did this girl make you do? <laughs> what the fuck did this bitch make you do? Get a fucking cheeseburger and tat uh, tattoo, a cheeseburger and mandarin. And you can tell Keith's never grounded anyone before in his life. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, technically he doesn't have any kids. He's been a father figure, but unless you actually, you know, have been the actual biological dad, you don't actually understand what it really is like. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah, he's honestly never done this before. So, you know, he's, he's uh, you know, popping his cherry, so to speak, when it comes to the parental issues when it comes to Lucas. He doesn't like the cheeseburger tattoo, so he's going to call him out on it. Well, and then he's like, hardcore grounded bread and water. Did you notice that? <laughs> bread and water. I did love you that notice line. that when Lucas was at, like, school having lunch, he had, he had bread? bread and water? <laughs> <laughs> That's called fucking consistency brother uh it's pretty fucking <laughs> That's called funny. psychology dude <laughs> <laughs> and he's like making a keeps making a point that lucas would never pull this if karen was home yeah that's very true yeah he was karen would have rang his fucking oh, neck man. she would have fucking gave him a stone cold stunner oh god brooke goes to see peyton and tells her about the date she went on with lucas the previous night and you can tell peyton tells yeah. peyton that they kissed and yeah. peyton's face is peyton's like crushed she's fucking oh shit because she's realizing yeah. she's made a huge mistake yeah i know now she want not not only does she just want the d now she actually wants the r which is a relationship oh my goodness um dan takes deb to an old warehouse in tree hill yeah and, and he and he wants like to possibly buy the place to get her a, her own cafe he's like painting a picture with Look her you can put the bar here and like a bench seat over here like all kinds of shit deb's whatever. not having it deb is like no, I'm helping Karen. Like, this isn't something I want to permanently do. Like, Not only that, Deb is not only having this, she's not having Dan at all. She's pretty sick of his shit. Um, and they start arguing, of course, because it feels like they're always arguing at this point. Have yeah. you, like, we've only had that one almost sweet Almost sweet male moment. moment. That turned into shit because of Dan <laughs> being Dan, brother. Being a dick. Yeah. Um... <laughs> Anyways, this is where Haley and Peyton talk about Lucas and Nathan. And her V-card. And the whole V-card and everything. So Peyton's surprised, but she's like, good for you. Yeah, whatever. You know? Yeah. Like, you it's you, totally girl. fine. You do you, girl. It's the night of the game. You get the and, game. The uh, big game. The main Deb event. can't go to the game because she has to keep the cafe open. Sure. Dan's pissed. Yeah, but. he shades her hard. He's like, no, oh, at least I fucking go to the game. And such blah, blah, blah. A I'm there for her, son. You're fucking not there. You're only there for Karen, dude. You fucking care more about my ex than you do your own son and your husband? Fuck you. Well, and it's something that he's going to bring up later on, obviously. Oh, he's going to hold that over her head forever. You know it. 
And Nathan sees Haley before the game because, you know, she's like, wants to talk to him about what happened yeah. with her, them in her room. And he's just being a fucking asshole. I honestly, Dan's gonna Dan. if it were me, I would have been like throwing shit. Yeah. Fuck no you. No doubt. You're fucked. We're done. So we finally get to this game. Yeah. The big finally. game against the Cleveland Cavaliers. Or the Cove City Cavaliers, whatever you want. Oh, my and goodness. And now we know that 42 points, that's the quota for Nathan. He's got to beat mm-hmm. that. 42. His dad put He's that up. One He's got to do it. point away. He's at 41 they're points. Winning. 41 fucking points. Yeah. He's, and, of course, they're way up. They're yep. way up on the Cavs. But now he is one point away from tying two points. One basket away from taking over his dad. And he gets past the ball. Mm-hmm. And he's staring at the bent, like the stands. He has yet to turn around. He's trying to avoid this guy from getting the ball. Yep. And he just starts, like, everything, everything goes, goes blurry, blurry and, like, tunnel vision. And it's yeah. weird. And then he just fucking passes out. He pulls the fucking... Don't do drugs, kids. Yeah, especially (laughs) steroids laced with something, possibly cocaine. He passes out like Shawn Michaels did in that Monday Night Raw match against Owen Hart. He just fucks right off. Just just takes the fucking triple Lindy Hop, the double header off the floor. And (laughs) the hilarious thing to me is that... If you guys could see my face right now, I'm just like... Wrestling. We're gonna talk about wrestling right now when we're supposed to talk we're about We're always gonna talk about wrestling no matter Montreal. what. I'm gonna fucking railroad this shit as much as I can. But the hilarious thing about this is that yeah, sure, Dan is concerned for his son. Absolutely. Takes him to the hospital, does the whole thing. But I think the real issue here is Nathan didn't fucking beat that record and Dan is proud of that fact. Well, Nathan wakes up in the hospital and he um, is asked by the doctor what drugs he's taking. Obviously, Dan's standing right there, so Nathan denies it. And Dan lectures the doctor outside. Um, My son doesn't do fucking drugs. He would never do such a thing. Um, Little do you know, brother. (laughs) So crazy. Mm -hmm. And then we cut to Haley telling Deb. She runs into that cafe and starts talking all this nonsense. And Deb's like, what the fuck are you talking about? about? And she's like, Nathan, he's in the hospital. You need to go. So Dan, this entire time, never called his wife to say, hey, our son is in the hospital. If Flynn ever hurt himself and needed to go to the hospital and you had him in your and care didn't and call didn't you? call you, it would be over. Oh, shit. Yeah, dude. Like I would fucking murder you. What kind of dumb move is that, though? Like, not even calling your significant other about your own kid that's mm-hmm. in the hospital. W- wouldn't your first reaction to be, yeah, get him in the hospital, get him taken care of, call the wife? Call say what the fuck is going on that's a bad move and so much of a bad move that now as we've been teasing this whole fucking episode enough's enough and it's time for a change and fucking deb is done with dan's shit she is throwing him out he needs to leave he's trying to make a claim well it's It's my my house house. and she's like fine Fine, then i'll I'll leave 
Yeah. And then she's like, no, you need to get the fuck out. Mm, man. So all mm-hmm. it took was nine fucking episodes for Deb to realize that this is bullshit. She doesn't want him around oh, anymore. Yeah. Oh, this is like Triple H and fucking Stephanie. I want a divorce. Oh, my goodness. Holy shit, dude. It's actually more like Linda McMahon and Vince McMahon. I want a divorce. Holy shit. She's fucking kicking him out. She even told him that if you stick around, I'll stab you in your fucking sleep. Yep. <laughs> Deb's hardcore. I fucking stand Deb. Holy shit, dude. <laughs> She's amazing. Love yep. this lady. Oh, my God. Nathan doesn't go home. Like, he ran away from yeah, the hospital. Goes, Haley. Dan talks to the doctor and then turns around oh. and Nathan's gone. Yeah, he's, he's And done. Deb comes in and Dan's like... He's not here, but he's okay. Yeah. So obviously that's where those issues are too. Like, where is he? So Nathan has gone to see Haley at her house. He's very apologetic. Very apologetic. He's crying. He doesn't know why he did it. <laughs> that's like, the roids you kicking know, in. That's the come down from the roids, brother. His dad is a dick. <laughs> and all he thought about was her when he was fainting. Yep. And he asks her if he could stay with her tonight. And she allows it. Of course. Now, what happens after that? We don't know yet. Nope. But now, final scene. Mm-hmm. We get to Lucas's house. I don't know what Keith's doing. He's off on his own. He's sleeping or he's fucking at the shop or who knows where he is. Who knows? Keith's out of the picture right now. <laughs> Lucas is at his house. Yes. All you see is him. So, Lucas's room conveniently has a door on the porch to the outside yeah so i mean that's a nice feature i guess houses in the states are often like that they have an extra like a bedroom that has a door to the outside um and so peyton goes to that door and knocks and wants to spill her feels Oh, she lets it all out like, you know how much of a fucking weirdo that Lucas was with Peyton when they were getting frisky. And now he's just like, I want your eyes. I want your skin. I want your fucking mouth. I want everything. Peyton's throwing that 180 and she's doing that right to back to fucking Lucas. Pouring her fucking heart out to him, realizing that, yeah, he is fucking hubby material. (laughs) And what's the problem? And fucking Brooke walks in wearing... Lucas's sweater, the Scott's Body Shop sweater, and she says, "Hey, superstar, ready, ready to score." Ready to score. And Peyton's standing there, opposite, like of where Lucas is. Like Lucas is standing between them, and there's this awkward, like get... three-hour stare down. <laughs> you know what? That's that's really good because I was gonna say it was this insanely long, like two-hour stare down. But you even fucking one up me and said it was a three-hour stare down. It's the most awkward, fucking longest fuck, silence shit I've ever seen. You, know you how... can see, Bro- like Brooke says a lot with her eyes, she like does. with her yeah, face. She's very expressive. So she's looking at Peyton and she's looking <laughs> back at Lucas oh, and looks, she's looking back looks and forth. Could fucking kill. Holy, Holy fuck! Shit. You would be murdered. But yeah. This is the longest, most drawn-out, awkward silence I've ever seen. It feels like Days of Our Lives or Young and the Restless, where, you know, (laughs) they have a scene, they talk, and then there's drama, and then they play the music, but then they just stare at each other awkwardly. That's Mm -hmm. what this reminded me of, but it was, like, even way fucking longer than that. Then you get the little narrative from Lucas, you know, on the overdub, but still, it's like... Holy shit, man. Where are we going from here? It's cliffhanger after fucking cliffhanger. Well, no, there's actually a little bit more that happens. 
Dan obviously leaves and Deb's stoked oh, he walks that out. she yeah, did yeah, that. Yeah. Yeah. Whitey's not happy with the way that that yes, game went right down. Too, yeah. And he's upset mm-hmm. that I forgot about that. That whole thing happened. Yeah. So he so puts a sign. He puts a sign yeah. on the door for the gym and cancels basketball until practice further until notice. further notice wow. because he felt like he was a direct not. result of what happened to Nathan. Yeah. yeah. He's and especially when Deb or Dan, not Deb, Dan is going and saying shit like that to Whitey. Whitey's yeah. doubting himself. He is. He feels it's like it's his fault. It's unfortunate. It's not his, it's fault. Not his fault at all. Honestly, I just want to give Whitey fault, a big hug. And if, if it's anybody's fault, it's Dan's fucking fault for putting too much pressure on Nathan and forcing him to the fucking roids, brother. Yeah. But either way, yes, a couple heavy episodes in a row because the last one we had the date rape drug and then this one we're gotten fucking, uh, you know, our after school special, you know, our fucking say no to drugs episode because dude's fucking roiding out the entire thing so uh, just insane yeah it's pretty wild you it's, guys don't uh, need to do that shit to perform you really don't. just do your best yeah and if you have a dad that's a dick is like you can't do better than me blah, 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 blah. don't let it get to you do you want eventually one, you'll yeah. be better if you want you're one ex- being better by just being you if you want one example of roid rage i got two words for you chris benoit say no more um huh Chris Benoit, he murdered his fucking family. And then he killed himself. Wrestler. Legendary fucking wrestler. Killed his family. Wrestlers are fucked. Not all of them, but he definitely was. And and apparently his brain was so fucked up from all the drugs and all the fucking abuse that he's taken over the years that they said he he had the brain of like an 80-year-old with Alzheimer's. And he was like a 40-year-old man. Jesus fuck. So fucked up. CTE is a thing, man. It's pretty crazy shit, but yeah, he fucking murdered his wife, his kid, and he fucking killed himself. And then the next night, uh, after all that happened, they didn't know the details of all of what happened, and so they did a tribute show to Chris Benoit on Monday Night Raw, (laughs) saying this was one of the greatest wrestlers of all time, and it showed all his fucking career highlights, and then later... During the episode, they, they realize, out. holy shit, this is what fucking happened. They have not mentioned his fucking name since. This happened in 2007. Shit. This is fucking 16 years ago. And they still will not mention it for obvious reasons. Well, yeah. But. Well, now I got to get into some murder mystery shit with that. I holy digress. fuck. Chris Benoit. Crazy shit, dude. And uh, yeah, it's, it's pretty wild stuff. Ugh. Very unfortunate. But this episode, although very heavy, great episode. I really enjoyed it. What would you rate it? 3.66. I'm okay with it. It's pretty good. It's not my favorite, but it was pretty good. 3.66? Above average. Damn. Okay. Above average. Yeah. I'm okay, okay with it. Cool. So now it's time to transition to the main event. Uh, debatable. Yeah, debatable for you. Not debatable for me. December 23rd. We're two days away from Christmas in 1996. What were you doing in Christmas of 1996? Because you were almost I was six seven, years old. Almost seven years old at this point. Yeah. Did you get a Sky Dancer for 96 Christmas? Probably. No. Or a Barbie. Okay. You know what I got for a 96 Christmas present? What? Nintendo 64. Damn. Nintendo 64! Holy shit, dude. And I got Wayne Gretzky's 3D Hockey and Super Mario 64. Hmm. Yeah. Interesting. Best Christmas ever. Fucking rates. I'm the sure. greatest fucking present 
in the history of time. Man is that the gray one that you still have? That's exactly the one. And the same copy of Mario 64 and Wayne Gretzky's 3D hockey as well. See, now in our living room, we have a jungle green N64. We do. Thank you for bringing uh, that to the relationship. Yes, that was uh, originally my aunt's. She used to work in the Zellers Entertainment Department. Speaking of Zellers. Oh, my God. You want to cut a promo on Zellers right now, dude? So today they launched their stores in um, Ontario. Yeah. And I think they're doing Alberta tomorrow or something like that. And they're doing food trucks to go along with it. Yes. Big Z burger. Fries and gravy. Hot chicken sammy. Chicken fingers. Oh my gosh. And the prices are great too. I can't fucking wait to go to Zeller's. They're opening a Zeller's like because it's in the Bay stores. Um, And they're opening one in my mall. mall. So when I go back to work, this could be really fucking dangerous. (laughs) Holy shit. Well, speaking of Zeller's 90s and nostalgia, we got fucking Mark Marrow and Mm. Hunter Hearst Helm to kick off the December 23rd 96 Raw Disney Prince and Bone Marrow we got good old Gold Dust yeah he's just like fucking chilling up there same seat that Ahmed Johnson was in the fucking Chicken McNugget and they shined a yellow light on him (laughs) the whole time yeah the entire time it was so funny I just love that the light was yellow I think they learned their lesson on those double features because they didn't keep going to the two screens with Gold Dust on there yeah they might have finally learned their fucking lesson on it (laughs) no one wants to see that yeah and then of course last week we had the finals of the karate fighters tournament but because jerry lawler was involved in that jerry lawler once again on commentary mark merrill fucking runs him off and you don't see lawler for the rest of the show so no, it's just he's fucking, just gone he's gone he's fucking he's dot he's out of there so it's oh, just whatever jim ross. i prefer not to see him anyway jim ross and vince mcmahon for the rest of the show that's <laughs> totally okay but it's hilarious it's kind of refreshing i liked it it's kind of funny too because when he was running away from mark merrill he literally put on his crown as he's running away <laughs> <laughs> what a dummy. Uh, so the stipulation for this match, obviously because Hunter Hearst Helmsley uh, lost by countout at the last In Your House pay-per-view. So obviously titles do not change hands on yeah. disqualifications or countouts. But they instituted the stipulation of this match that if he were to get disqualified or counted out the title would change hands to prevent him from doing that in this match yeah so if because it sounds like something that he's just doing just constantly to avoid yeah you know losing a clean finish and losing his title so they've instituted this into it again mark merrill that's working tassels, brother. That ain't the fucking well, shoot mean, British bulldog tassels. This isn't right. We've established that. No one's going to be as good as my boy tassel boots. Yeah, exactly. So this stipulation's in here, but it doesn't really rear its head because Trips actually just wins clean with the pedigree is finished. Yeah. So it's a whatever thing. But they also announced that the winner of this match, who ended up being Hunter Hearst Helmsley, gets gold dust at Royal Rumble for mm. the Intercontinental title. Okay. So now that match is finalized. <laughs> Goldust kind of gets involved because Triple H goes on about how he's going to try to get with Marlena. Steal your girl. Steal your girl. Get with Marlena. And once again. I mean, she's always smoking a fucking she's cigar. She's smoking a cigar all the like, time. 
I probably got terrible nah. breath, honestly. That's not my. Well, I mean, cigars can smell really nice. They could. Cigarettes, on the other hand, not so much. Not so much. I briefly smoke cigarettes. So Goldust gets involved, jumps in there. We get the four refs trying to pull them apart again. Of course. The useless There's no fucking, fucking point. Get the fuck out of there. Get out of the way. The useless fucking Let refs. Let them beat each other to shit. Sure. Absolutely. Just Let them whatever. go. Let them fucking Who go. Who cares? You can't do anything. So now we have this match at the Royal Rumble for the Intercontinental title. Goldust versus Hunter Hearst Helmsley. Speaking of the Royal Rumble, how many of these fucking stupid vignettes have we had of George and Brett at you the Alamo their names? Dome? Oh, because Jim Ross calls them a couple of yahoos. Yahoos? Oh, my. A couple of yahoos at the Alamo Dome. Yahoos. Yeah. A couple of yahoos is exactly what they are. I'm pretty fucking sick of these vignettes that they keep showing of them because they're just fucking losers. Yeah, get the fuck off the screen. I don't know how they got access. They're just making it longer. Yeah, feels like it. Either way. (laughs) <laughs> like the episode is longer because they're in it. Get because rid of it. Make it shorter so I don't it. have to watch as much. <laughs> exactly. Then we transition. You better not film. You better not cry. Oh you my better God. not pout. I'm telling you why. Psycho said is coming to town. Yeah, we get another one of these mm. fucking top notch jingle bell. That's Christmas probably the music. best part. Is these? <laughs> it's pretty Hilarious. fucking wrestling eyed Christmas songs. So it's, I, I'm down. I with hate it. Christmas music. I'm down with it. I work in a mall. I fucking hate Christmas sure. music. But that's funny to me. It's great. <laughs> I thought they did a really good job with it, and they do it like a few weeks in a row too. It's pretty hilarious. Yeah, totally down with that. Now we have. I know you want me. I know you want me. Fucking Sunny, most downloaded woman uh, of 1997, comes to the ring. I, I know you I don't like her. her very much. She's a bitch. Yeah. I was like listening back to like a few episodes. Yeah. And talking about how much you hated Sunny. Talking back about then, how much I hated her. <laughs> and I'm like, yes, this bitch. Yeah. Fuck her. If you just see the the route that she goes down, the trajectory of her life going to this point, oh Ugh. boy, what a fall from grace. But either way, this is 1996-97, and she's the most downloaded woman on the internet, brother. But she likes to sit in on commentary for all of the Pebbles matches. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, next six flexi tits in the pebble <laughs> honestly tits. this dude's just standing there flexing, just flexing his, tits, his titties yeah. and i'm like what the fuck is actually happening you know here? How many i didn't even realize i didn't yeah. even realize the rock was in there because you're looking at flexi because tits. i was like what the fuck is with these tits just going <laughs> they're bouncing but oh, not yeah. like bouncing at the same time like yeah. simultaneously <laughs> it's like it's like a double bass pedal oh my like back god yeah i know I'm like it's a thing for wrestlers some wrestlers especially you could do especially that especially when they're oiled up oh, like yeah well you need <laughs> so that nice funny. clean sheen under the bright lights of oh, the arena right dude so we got salvatore sincere wannabe gangster flexi tits against the pebble rocky maya via I showed you a picture of Pineapple Willie the other day. Yeah, you did. <laughs> this weird kind of like, I don't know, chain restaurant drink place in like, I don't know, Florida or wherever the fuck it is. But yeah, Pineapple Willie. 
I think that's where The Rock... The Rock went to his fucking barber and he's like, give me the pineapple willy. And that's exactly what he got on the top of his head. Oh, Lordy. Uh, Sunny, the entire match, just, you know, drooling. Like, she likes to drool over Rocky every they match. They need, like, a trough under her. Yeah, I think they do. Just something to kind of pick up all that drool that's coming off of her yeah. mouth. Yeah. Yeah. So, now we get the first time ever that Rocky Maivia hits his lay in the it would become to know the lay in the smackdown DDT where it's like a float over so he gets whipped into the rope he comes back he kind of floats over the guy comes down and gives him a DDT at this point it really did need a lot of fucking work because it was not crisp at all but fair enough it's probably his third or fourth match with the company on TV eventually he would work on it and it would get better over the years but this is literally the first instance we ever saw this fucking float over DDT it's kind of crazy because you're going to see it a lot going forward but okay <laughs> <laughs> I'll point it out every single time dude oh lord but and then yeah he's still using the shoulder breaker as his finish so he gets that he gets the big dub Rocky Maivia still undefeated now we're yeah we, uh, a month and a half into his debut hasn't lost a match yet mm-hmm. so he's looking pretty good the pebbles looking pretty Fucking shiny pineapple willy you know and we're getting close to that iconic picture <laughs> of the rock my sister was the rock Every in that outfit white girl was the but rock it's funny 97 rock she's with like fucking blonde hair yeah. like yeah. blue eyes white as all white can be yeah yeah yeah, yeah every <laughs> white funny. girl she still wears that outfit like That's just hilarious. she'll sometimes just, just wear a she black fanny pack too she does have a fanny pack, um, but she like wears her black turtleneck with jeans, and, and she's the, got and the, the like chain. Chain and the fanny pack. And I think she doesn't the, do it on purpose. Like it's hilarious. just coincidence. Just, and every just, time I'm like, every, "Oh, hey, the this Rock." Is my, this is my everyday. Hey, Dwayne. Fit. Uh, this is my everyday fit. I'm 1997 Rocky Maivia here. It's so funny. <laughs> Pretty great shit. Is. Does every episode fucking need a Psycho Sid promo? Oh, my God. I think I've hit my quota of Psycho Sid promos. I swear, because he yells so much, they... Like he yells, but then he goes <laughs> then he so goes quiet. quiet, and they gotta turn. So up, they yeah. turn down his mic because or whatever yells. because he yells. But then he goes really quiet, and you can't hear a you word can't he's hear a saying. Fucking thing he says. I think he says at one point he's the greatest champion of all time. Oh my god! I mean, and any- I was like. <laughs> losing my shit during this promo because he's like okay he's claiming he's six foot nine yes okay he's six foot nine Mm -hmm. but he's claiming that you know when he wins this match he's gonna grow an inch he's gonna be (laughs) six ten now and every match he wins he's gonna grow an inch day Again and again, the or next day, and then and the next, next day. day, and the next day. So by the end of it, he's gonna be like fucking uh, seven foot nine by the time this match. I happens. don't know. It, I all don't I could think know. of, like you know how <laughs> Flynn runs around with his walker yeah. up and down the hill, yeah, yeah. and he yells again, 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 and the next day. <laughs> and the I was next just like. Day. He's like Flynn, like he's saying, the, and the next day, and the next day, and I'm like, again, 
Aga. He's the greatest champion oh of God. all time. To me, he's a fucking paper champion if you ever wanted a fucking paper champion. He also refers to himself as the super predator, not just Arnold Schwarzenegger, okay, a regular really fucking creepy. predator. He is the super predator. No, we're not talking about Dateline NBC here <laughs> fucking to catch a predator. We're talking about like Arnold Schwarzenegger fucking predator, but not only that, he's a fucking super predator and he ain't got fucking time to bleed man and fuck what i don't get about this promo his music plays during the entire the fucking promo it doesn't stop it loops like three times it was insane why i think it was longer than that why i don't it fucking was so understand. weird don't get it don't like it i want psycho sit off my fucking tv already i'm fucking sick and tired I'm of him so sick of him so over it he's the worst I really hope Shawn Michaels beats the shit out of him at fucking yes, Alamo Dome. please. Yeah, I don't, I don't think so. I, I think he'll last a few months. But yes, please, can someone beat the shit out of him and get him off my screen? Yes. And not only that, Vince McMahon also has kind of this weird thing where he almost has to embarrass guys at their hometowns. Like he doesn't put any guys over in their hometown. Yeah. Yeah, it's a a tough go. I don't think that's the way it's going to go, unfortunately. Unfortunately, but we'll see. The Royal Rumble, hell of a card. Well, kind of. But there's there's some good shit at the Royal Rumble. So you'll see in a few episodes what that looks like. Then we also get... Do we have to? No. Dude, dude, this fucking Rumble match. No joke. You're going to fucking love the Royal Rumble match. I'll tell you right fucking now. You are going to love it. That's the prediction that you're going to really enjoy this because, oh, man. Only if my baby, my baby boy, Tassel Boots wins. Oh, he's wins. in there. He's in I know there. he's in there. Oh, he's in but there. But if he wins, then You're going to lose your fucking greatest. shit if he wins. Now, I'm not going to say if he does or not, but you're going to fucking love this match because it is one of my all-time favorite Royal Rumbles, and I hope, I pray to the wrestling gods that this is your one of your all-time favorite Royal Rumble matches as well. Because by the end of this, we're going to have to watch about two, three, maybe four uh, Royal Rumbles. Oh. Yeah. It's the best match of the year, and you'll agree after this one. But unfortunately, two of the guys that are in the Royal Rumble are these weird fucking lucha dudes from uh, AAA. Yeah, it's okay. They... I'm like, who the fuck are these weird masked guys? It is. And they have terrible fitting underwear. <laughs> They're like constantly pulling them up, pulling them out of their ass crack. Like, yeah. get the fuck out of here. Just holy get fucking, proper fitting undies. Holy fucking trousers, Batman. Fucking Piroth and Cybernetico. The fuck? Yeah, don't ask me. I wouldn't even know. Yeah. No. Against... The new rockers. Marty Genitalia. <laughs> Marty Genitalia. And Nissan, Nissan Leaf. Leaf. <laughs> Nissan Leaf. Cassidy. Marty Genitalia against Piroth and Cybernetico. <sighs> Just a fucking terrible shit fucking match. Yeah, Got that was boring. Nothing to say. It was boring as shit. No one cares about these four guys. Why are you putting... No. With all the talent that you have on the roster, and you got to put these four guys on a fucking match? Like, yeah, I, I don't see that. Not worth and it. And only that, we didn't even get a fucking Dr. Bitch, bitch distraction on this shit either. We didn't <laughs> even get that. What the fuck? I can't even play the fucking soundbite because I didn't even get it. You also didn't get Stone Cold Steve Austin. Stone Cold wasn't even in this fucking episode. What the fuck? <laughs> but it's still not going to stop me. From shattering that fucking glass. I don't even care if Stone Cold's not in this episode. I'll mention his fucking name and that glass. 
we'll fucking shatter, dude. <laughs> <laughs> so we oh, get boy. mercifully this. At fucking, least he's not shattering real glass. Yeah. For this, because we'd have no cups in this house. <laughs> yeah, I mean we could unless probably, they're plastic. I mean we probably could lose a few cups in this house at this point. But <laughs> uh, mercifully, this fucking match finally ends. Uh, Rey Mysterio. I don't think we'll get to a point where we'll see much of Rey Mysterio. But basically, I mean, I used to kind of watch him yeah, a little bit you know with a little Skyler bit about Ray Ray. when yeah, for sure. I was with him. One of the most, if not the most, legendary lucha wrestler of all time. Uh, multi-time world champion. You know, top-notch guy. Getting a little old now. He's still around. His son's a part of it now. Either way. He's super short. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's like 5'2". So, uh, he's shorter than me. Yeah, he's fucking shorter than Damn. you. Yeah, he's very short. But uh, later on now in his career where he's a little hobbled, injury prone, he can't move like he used to, obviously, back in like 1996. I mean, if you're a wrestler and you still like move like an insane person. Uh, there's not a lot of guys who can. You weren't beaten up enough. Oh, for sure. Yeah. But he didn't lose enough. But Ray later on in his career, uh, <laughs> his finish ended up just being he would go to the top rope and do a splash, but it looked like he just kind of fell off the top rope <laughs> and just kind of, uh, you know, it, it's a splash, but he kind of fell. It feels like the finish of this match was the same kind of fucking thing where it's like, hey, he just went to the top rope, fell, fell on the guy, got the one, two, three. Thank fuck this match didn't last much longer than I actually went because. Man, if it was even five minutes, that's five minutes too long. Mm-hmm. Then we get to the greatest intercontinental champion of all time, Honky Tonk Man. He is back. He is on commentary. And wouldn't you know, he's the real life cousin of Jerry the King Lawler. Honky Tonk oh. Man. The Elvis impersonator guy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Real life cousin of Lawler. Well, his cousin ran off because he's a little bitch. So they had to get his cousin in there and fucking take over on commentary. The greatest and longest reigning intercontinental champion of all time. So he's sitting out on commentary. He's looking to grab somebody on the roster to basically take under his wing and show him the ways and maybe make intercontinental champion one day. Mm-hmm. So he's sitting on commentary. What does he want to take? shaving cream ramon underneath <laughs> his fucking nope. wing you don't want that guy and rick bogner who played razor fake razor i don't think he has much time left here i think he's in the rumble match and then after that i don't think you see him much anymore same with Good. gasoline too gasoline's in the rumble i think that was his last appearance with ww really yeah i'm pretty sure as that character anyway um so we get the main event here we get the best there is the best there was the best there ever will be Brett, the hitman heart, the excellence of execution against shaving cream razor Ramon. <laughs> what? I love when we were watching this match. You asked me, does fucking fake razor here, does he reuse the original fucking razor Ramon's <laughs> undies? I forgot I asked that. <laughs> like, did he just like pass him off like. I am passing the torch. Yeah, to passing you the now. torch to you. Brother. I did at least wash them, <laughs> but you know, because you, you asked go. me, are they the same tights and and get up as the original razor? And they are. They're one hundred percent to a T. They took that gear that Scott Hall, the original razor Ramon, had, and basically passed it off to fucking Rick Bogner for fake razor. Mm-hmm. And I really hope it went through a couple cycles in the wash because Scott Hall, 
as much as I love this dude, rest in peace, fucking Scott Hall. I don't know if he's the most cleanly guy in the world. Yeah. <laughs> I couldn't imagine that many wrestlers being that cleanly. Yeah, true. Uh, but when you see a main event, when it's an absolute fucking job show, like shaving cream Ramon against one of the greatest of all time, Bret Hart. Oh, you know who's going to win. How long do you think this match is going to last? <laughs> I, I didn't even pay attention. Five to minutes. Long. I'll so give maybe... it five minutes. I gave it five minutes. Yeah. Gave it a little bit too much time. <laughs> it's generous. Generous is five minutes. Wins with the sharpshooter. The end. Fuck Razor Ramon. Get him off my TV. Mm-hmm. Brett's the guy. But you can tell again, just like we had last week where Brett said he wouldn't get involved. He got involved. Now we're starting to see these heel tendencies for Brett the Hitman Hart. So we will see in the future how much of a heel he is willing to be. Mm-hmm. to get ahead in the World Wrestling Federation. And then we end the show with Shawn Michaels, <laughs> a little promo, backstage promo, because he was watching the match with Bret Hart in there. <laughs> and Vince McMahon and Jim Ross, they basically start asking him, you know, oh, you're you're a different kind of person, aren't you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh my God. That was so uh, funny. You're not, yeah. you're, not exa- you're not exactly like the rest of these wrestlers. And he's like chewing his gum yeah, with his fucking like mouth fu- open. Yeah. Fucking raised in a barn. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, you're, you're just the, sh- you think you're the showstopper, don't you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you think you're the main event, don't you? Obviously. <laughs> the entire problem is just him saying, yeah. Like, yeah. Oh, shut up, dude. <laughs> He's thinking he's fucking L.A. Night before L.A. Night was even a fucking thing. But either way, uh, ah, that's about it for this episode, dude. Yeah. Like, it wasn't really much going on in this Monday Night Raw. But as we get closer to Royal Rumble, it's going to start pick up a little bit. And, oh, boy, I am so fucking excited for this Royal Rumble, man. One of my all-time favorites. You will love it. It'll be great. Questionable. Debatable. What do you give a Meltzer star rating on this episode? No Stone Cold, no Bulldog. So, you know, it gets minus points for that. 1.8. Wow. (laughs) Tough crowd, but you know. A little bit of a tough crowd, but be that as it may, here we are. And this is another episode of Tree Hill Wrestling Federation podcast Mm -hmm. in the books. Here we yeah, are. if you haven't already, go to our Instagram, treehillwf.podcast, and it's also on TikTok. Go watch that video oh, from Paul man. Johansson. It was awesome. It's pretty great. Yeah, definitely made your birthday. That's and, so cool. And like I said, I'm not going to be able to talk. Slayer made Rain and Blood in 1986, so they had to release another album in 1988. They already made the greatest metal album of all time, so what do they have to do for an encore? They're not going to try to beat that. They got to go slower. They got to slow it down. They got to go in a different direction. So for next year's birthday for you, I know I'm not going to beat getting fucking Dan Scott to wish you a happy birthday. Well, it was already hard enough Like for our my second birthday that we with were us together, yeah. being a couple. Mm-hmm. The first one was like a couple days after we became yeah. official. So the first birthday when we were like a year official. in, yeah. um, you got me a kitten. Yeah. 
You got me a goddamn kitten. There was Ozzie. no way you were beating it. Ozzy fucking Paws. Ozzy Pawsborn is the best little kitty. I love her so much. And then you had fucking Dan Scott to wish me happy birthday. <laughs> and shout out the podcast. As and well. shout out the podcast. That's so cool. Unreal. So yeah, for an encore next year, I'm not going to try to top it. I don't feel like paying $400 to get fucking uh, James Lafferty or fucking Chad Michael Murray to fucking do a birthday wish. So don't expect that, brother. <laughs> as, as I said, I'm going to go Slayer for South of Heaven. I'm going to slow it down a little bit. I'm going to go a different direction. And it's mm-hmm. going to be great. Who knows? Maybe one day for my birthday, you can actually get Paul Johansson on the podcast. Could you guess. fucking imagine that? That would be insane. Holy I would probably cry shit, for like dude. a month straight. Honestly, like, I think holy that's shit. the goal. Is getting somebody from One Dream somebody Hill from the show guest on the podcast. I don't care, like if it's even a B character or whatever. Because that would be so I'd have fun. Skills on here. I'd have fucking uh, mouth, know, mouth. Whoever I love mouth. Whatever. Lee Norris, he's awesome. Yeah, absolutely, Barry Corbin. Holy oh. shit, dude, that would be otherworldly. Oh, fucking whitey. You never know. Crazier things have happened. Yeah. Yeah. We'll so see. here we are. Episode 9. Next week, episode 10. What do you know? That's crazy. Yeah, it's crazy. Chronological order. That's a thing, That's kind of how it works. Yeah. A lot of people don't understand that, though. Mm -hmm. You'd be surprised. Imagine if we were doing this backwards. Start from the... What? (laughs) Oh, that just fucking gave me a mind fuck. You imagine starting at episode 187? Literally the last ever episode and then going back. Backwards. Oh, that would be so confusing. <laughs> oh my god! You know what? If we do the OC, that's what we should do. Oh, go backwards. <laughs> That'd be so funny. Oh my god! <laughs> be so confusing. That's so confusing. Wow. Especially because things will happen. Yeah, and then it'll be and like, they'll bring and then up... you have to watch to the setup of what <laughs> things so happen. Funny. Oh my god! I don't even want to wrap my fucking head around it. I just want to fucking sign off in this shit right now. Before I have way too many drinks, I get a little bit too much drunk where I slur my words even more than I already am. So maybe next time we'll get you stoned. Yeah, we'll see what happens. I mean, we've right. tried that before and then we didn't end up I mean, recording that night. Wrestling is so much better when you're baked, but the effort level and the productivity goes way down my, when you're baked. My comments are funnier. That's yeah, very true. So maybe I should just be baked when we watch wrestling. (laughs) Fair enough. Well, until next week, next Monday, 10 a.m. Pacific comes out every week. It's consistent. It's the way it should be. Mm -hmm. I am Sean Harris. And I am Aaron Kosker. And I say bye, bitch. That's not fair. you. No. You have to bid adieu now. Stole my bye, bitch. You have to bid adieu now because we're switching things up. Sean bids you adieu. I say bye, bitch. (laughs) 